Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Welcome to the fashion scene. Hi guys, welcome back to the fashion scene today. I am with the lovely Erin. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi guys. My name is Erin. I have my own podcast called the Why Not You Podcast on Apple and Spotify. I grew up in Coventry, Connecticut. I currently reside in West Hartford, Connecticut. And in a couple months, I'm moving to Hartford, Connecticut. I founded a youth organization called the Why Not You Project. It's just like another uh, series of my podcast, I guess, but kind of putting it into action. Um, And I am a student. Erin empowers people to use their voice and speak their truth and chase their dreams. So she is very inspiring. We actually met on a call for the Be Fearless Summit at UConn. So it was super awesome to connect. And I'm so excited to have her on today. I'm excited too. Let's do it. So first of all, I wanted to just like go over a little background and how you got to where you are today and found out your passions and how you were passionate about podcasting and content creation and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So I think it's funny because I feel like every time I'm asked that question, I give a different answer because you just don't know. Um, But I think figuring out what I wanted to do, I always say this, when I started going to college, I went to school to be a physical education teacher. I had absolutely no desire, but that was what my dad did. And it felt comfortable, you know, because somebody else did it. I didn't grow up in a family with a business background. Nobody really taught me that entrepreneurship or pursuing something outside of a nine to five or college degree was something that you should want to do or that is even attainable or possible. And it really wasn't until I faced like pretty extreme adversity in high school and my voice was completely taken away from me. And I think going through that situation, I literally just didn't even want to get up in the morning. I was so miserable. And I like, it, it was a really hard time of my life. And I went to college and everything seemed okay. And then I went through more adversity, like my freshman, sophomore year of college, my family suffered really badly financially. I just ended up like in a really dark place. I was living in a storage closet at my parents' two-bedroom apartment on a twin bed on the floor, no windows, no air vents, nothing. And my mental health was a complete wreck. Not just from, I mean, that living situation definitely didn't help, but my mental health already wasn't good. I didn't have the resources that I needed. I had no access to people who were trying to better their lives. I just was stuck in a rut. And I tried to commit suicide. And I think if I wasn't so close to like wanting to die, I would have never known how badly I wanted to live. And I think like once all this stuff that I went through, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Once my attempt didn't go through, I was like, okay, like, and it's funny because I, I didn't tell anyone. I And so nobody knew that I had, I had went through it and my attempt was to not want to be there anymore. And I think like that kind of just shifted things for me. I, again, didn't have any support. I didn't tell anybody that I had tried. I didn't try to get myself. I mean, I was seeing a therapist, but I was even lying to my therapist because I just didn't want anybody to know. Um, And I think like things just started to change for me when I was like living in the storage closet. And eventually I just got fed up. I was like, I can't live like this anymore. I don't deserve to live like this anymore. So I started to put myself out there. And long story short, because I could talk all day about it, I ended up taking a um, job in um, Miami for the summer. And then I went to Colorado for a little bit. And I kind of just explored around. And I, I went outside of my comfort zone. And I saw the world. And I started to travel with close family friends. And I was like, why not me? 
why, why, why am I stuck in a shoebox? If I can take on so many opportunities and I can go and spend time in other places and learn about places, whether it be through traveling or through work or through whatever, like there is absolutely no reason why I can't make these things happen for myself on my own terms. It doesn't have to be on somebody else's terms, like a job or somebody else's travel. So I, once being away for the summer, I came back home and I got an apartment with some roommates and I'm like, you know what? Like, we're going to make this happen. Like I always had an idea. I wanted to start a podcast. I always had an idea that I wanted to use my voice to empower people. And eventually it just kind of clicked. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And even though it's not bringing me any revenue or it's not like, this is, this is where my, I always say like, be where your feet are. Like, this is, this is where I'm supposed to be. It's like connecting with these kind of people and like using my voice. Like, yes, even though my story was really shitty, like I went through all these things that I was able to change my life. By no means is my life perfect. I still struggle every single day sometimes, but I was able to completely turn my life around and like everybody else can kind of do the same thing. So you face these hard times and adversity and then how were you able to turn that into such positive things and just kind of switch that mentality to being more positive and being like, this is what I want to do and I'm going to go do it. I think, again, I always talk about this in my podcast and this is kind of like the basis behind my youth program is turn your why me into a why not me. And it's kind of like, I had this why me mentality. Why is this happening to me? Why, why, why did, are people treating me like crap again and again and again? Why is life? I always felt like I would say to my mom all the time, why does life hate me? And eventually I kind of realized that circumstantially, some of us are all just dealt a bad hand of cards. The person sitting next to me could have their college completely paid for by their parents and their parents could be millionaires. And the next person sitting over could be me with no money in a terrible circumstance. And it's not because life chose you. It's because just the deck of cards that you got just wasn't good. And I think for so long, I was like, this fucking sucks, man. Like, why me? Like, why did life choose me? Like, I'm a good person. I have good goals. I have good aspirations. Like, why did life do this? And I think when I took that why me mentality, and it really just took, like, there was no secret trick or magic, whatever. It just was really me getting fed up of being like, no, like life is throwing this at me and it's throwing this at me for a reason. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. I always say, be don't be bitter, be better. And like, I was so bitter with life. Like I still was the loving, caring, but like, you know, I, there's only so much a person can take. And I, I was going through it and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take all this energy that I'm putting into being really frustrated with my situation into getting me out of this situation. I think the best advice I could give is like using my voice, empowering people and not taking no, like, no, like I'm starting a podcast and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to talk to people who are successful, people who also have other stories. I don't care if they have a hundred million followers. I want to talk to you. So I'm going to, and I think it's kind of like having that mindset of like, you can do anything. And I didn't believe everybody growing up. They're like, your mindset is everything. You see all these like quotes and whatever. And it's like, that's so dumb. No, you, when you change your mindset, your life literally shifts. So it was literally just taking the mentality of the why me into a why not me. Like all of these things changed for me, even though circumstantially around me, nothing had changed at all. This changed up here changed, you know? Um, and so that's kind of when I saw like a shift and like, when you put things out, you work hard, you put like the world gives it back. If you just sit around and feel bad for yourself, which is what I did rightfully so, because I went through a lot, but life isn't going to give you anything at all. And I think that's the hardest thing is like when people do face adversity, we feel like, you know, the world should just give us things because it wasn't fair of what we went through, you know, 
but life, it doesn't work that way. So it's kind of just like, I was able to just persevere and be like, you know what, this sucks, but I'm going to make it better. Yeah. I love that. So that's kind of where you got the idea of the why not you, why not now mentality, yeah. correct? Yeah. That's like, it all just kind of formed into, I was like, why not me? And then yeah. I was like, well, why not right now? Yeah. With the whole, like, I don't have to wait till I'm done with college. I don't have to wait for whatever. And then the whole why me thing, like, I don't know, it all kind of like, it's just like a fluent thing. How did you decide that's what you wanted to talk about on your podcast? Like, how did you know that was what you wanted to put out into the world and everything? I think just like what I had been through, like my voice was literally silenced. Senior year of high school, I deleted my Instagram. I legitimately had nothing. Didn't want anybody to contact me after everything that I'd been through. People would call my phone at star 67 and leave nasty voicemails. Like I just wanted to escape the narrative that I had to be living in high school. I just wanted to escape. And so I'm like, I don't want anybody to find me to contact me. I remember I used to like lay in my room at like 17, just wish that I could like run over the border and change my name. Like I seriously just didn't want anybody to find me. And I felt like adults around me were just like, ride the wave. Like that's what the, like my biggest resentment of a lesson that somebody tried to teach me was like, just go under the radar. Nobody will bother you if you don't make any riffs. And now I'm like, no. I'm going to make a riff. I'm going to make a big riff and everybody is going to hear what I have to say. And I don't really care if somebody from high school is listening to this. Hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care anymore. And I think I, because I was so silenced and I was so kept under a rug, it empowered me to be like, why not me? And if I can't do it, why not you? You should use your voice too. We all should use our voice. We all deserve to be empowered. We all deserve to have all the money and the dreams and the car. Like we all deserve good things. So if I can do it, you know what I mean? Like you can do it too. It's funny because my podcast, I rebranded it the night before it launched. I, it had a different name. And I, once I started saying this at a conference uh, at the Be Fearless Summit, it just like clicked. I was like, this is what it's supposed to be. And then I'm like, I want to found a youth organization. How do I do it? Well, the Why Not You Project. And I'm like, oh my God, it's just like all of a sudden, like things started to come together. And I think like the harder work you put in, like my podcast started out in a completely different name that literally isn't fluent to anything that I'm really talking about. But the more work that I put in and the more self-discovery of like me going to things and putting myself out there and using my voice, it all just kind of like happened. I love that you talked about just like making those riffs because we see these issues in life and we need to talk about them. Like that's what I mean, this podcast is all about. And this is why I wanted to have you on, because if there are issues or things you're going through or things that don't seem right, like we need to be talking about them. And again, this is why lovely Aaron right here is not working in corporate America because I just, I'm not going to have somebody else control my time or control my emotions. And I think that's the biggest thing is like, we were all taught growing up how to make a living, but not how to live. You know, we were just taught to chase the dollar because the only thing that's important is the car that you drive or the house that you live in societally, like, you know, around us when that's not true. I'm not wasting my goddamn time working for somebody who treats me like garbage. I'm not. And if that, and I know there's like this such preconceived notion, like my dad will be like, he's been in the same job for 32 plus years. If somebody treated him like shit, he would just deal with it. And I feel like people often think that, you know, it's like generational that like we hop from job to job or that like we set boundaries. Like we, everybody should set boundaries. 
Okay. Like I don't care if you're my boss. I don't care if you're disrespecting me, you're a human being. And so I, I do not deserve to be treated that way. And I will tell you, and if that means you fire me, that's fine. I don't need the job, you know? And I mean, initially we're all upset when things end. That's just the way that humans function. And we all want to be part of something. And that's why being an entrepreneur and chasing after your own dreams is scary because you're controlling the dollar, not somebody else. But how freeing would it feel when you're controlling the dollar and not somebody else? I think it's like the whole like double-edged sword kind of a thing of like, it'll take a lot of years of work of blood, sweat, and tears to get to be what you want to be. But I would much rather do that and struggle for a little bit than work for somebody who treats me less than my value. And I think like you said, especially in the fashion industry, like a lot of times like people are like unpaid interns. I was an unpaid intern, you know, and that's not cool. <laughs> like that is not cool. Like I am giving you my work and why? Because I'm a student. You're not going to pay me. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You're not paying me. I am not being compensated and neither are you for your time. That is not okay. I don't care if you're five years old or you're 50 years old. You are a human being. You are working. Like we don't deserve to be putting in all this work to not be compensated. It's our time and our effort. And more importantly, I feel like as interns, you do a lot of work, yeah. but you're not getting anything for it. But a little thing that's written on your resume saying that you were there, like for all they know, you could have just been going and getting coffee. Like, you know, yeah. and like, that's the hard part is like, I think companies do it wrong. If this were me, I would want to have an intern that would want to move with my company. Mm -hmm. You know, the end goal would be to hire them. Yeah. So you're treating them like shit off the bat. Do you think that a, they are going to want to stay with you or B that it's going to be a healthy work environment. I could go on all day about like interns and being unpaid. I think it's completely unfair. And I think that it's also completely unfair that there's even, I think entry level is stupid. Like, yeah. you should, like getting an entry level job, you're going to pay somebody $40,000 to barely be able to live. Like you should be paying on the quality of work. I think our society does it wrong. I think you should be paying on the quality of the person because like you or me, I think we both deserve jobs if we were in corporate world, well over a hundred thousand dollars right now because of who we are and who, you know, I think just because of my age or like the amount of textbooks that I've read or discussion posts that I've answered, that is applicable to how much money I'm worth. You know, I just think it's a problem. I think you're so right. Like if we're going to these jobs, it should, as interns, it should lead to a job and like being an employee. Like that is the goal. The goal is not to have interns to use and then fire. That is not the goal. Right. The goal is to be paid and respected. And like, those are all very important things. And I think some people are like, oh, let me just take on a free intern and then I'll get another one. <laughs> like, yeah. That's or not... it's like people will take on four free interns, right? And then have nobody working for them. Yeah. Like, yep. so you're basically just using people. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? To not hire them. And I think it's really hard is like a lot of times, like internships I've been in, they've told me that they wanted to hire me and then they take it back. Like, they're like, never mind. I decided that. I, I don't need anybody to work on this. And I don't need any, but you know, I decided I only, and it's like, that's why I'm like, girl, we all need to start our own businesses. Yeah. <laughs> we all just need to chase our dreams. Like eventually the money will come. And that's like the thing that like I've struggled with is like 
starting your own business, I'm like, okay, where's my million dollars? Like, why am I not, you know, like it's hard. It's hard to pursue your own things. But I think ultimately in the end, either find a really good corporate company, if that's what you want to do, or just do something for yourself, freelance, you know, pick up side job. Like, I, I just think like it's the end all be all isn't getting a nine to five anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because of the that girl aesthetic being at Zara at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday, <laughs> you know, like it's like taking advantage of your time. Like I was thinking about this on my drive home the other day. I'm like, we all like eventually are going to die. And like, that sounds so like morbid. I swear I'm not. But like, why am I wasting my time so miserable? Like doing things for somebody else. I'm not living another person's life. This is my life. And like, I just wish that like, not that money didn't exist, but that that wasn't our driving factor all of the time. Yeah, I agree. You know? I've said in the podcast a few different times, like the interns and the employees that are working for other people and getting treated like crap, like they have the power to go do it on their own. And you, I feel like are exactly, you did that. Like you were yeah. like, hey, I don't like this. I'm going to go do my own thing. And you're, and you're doing it and you're killing it. And I think that is so inspiring for people to see and hear about. And like, I didn't know everything. I feel like that's the preconceived notion. Like you look at my Instagram, it's like, God, this girl's good. Like, I I didn't know what I was doing at all. Nothing. Like if you take, I wish I could pull it up right now. Like if you took like one of my Instagram pictures from like 2019, you'd be like, what the heck? It would be like, happy 4th of July. Like (laughs) there was like no like substance. But once I started showing up as me, and I think that's another big thing is Instagram oftentimes is a highlight reel. Like I am so genuine on my socials. I literally would come on and be like, hey, I had a shitty day and I'm going to have a bowl of ice cream. I hope you do too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm fine with people knowing that I had a bad day. And I think it also comes from the fact that like, I'm not embarrassed that I attempted suicide. I'm not, I'm the strongest person that I know. So I like, I, I, I see our adversities as a strength. I see going through situations that are hard as a strength. And I think society used to see them as a weakness. And I think that if we put our heads down and we chase our dreams and we don't take no for an answer and we set the boundaries, especially in the workplace, like if your boss says something you don't like say, Hey, I, this is like the same thing. Like I nanny and like the kids on the playground, like they'll, they'll come up to me and be like, Karen, like that kid, like didn't give me a turn on the monkey bars. And I was like, okay, you go up to him and say, I didn't like that. Can you do, or he pushed me. Okay. I didn't like that you did that. Okay. So you're not going to do it again. Like I'm teaching a five-year-old that. So yeah. why don't we do it ourselves? You know? And I'm like, I, I teach her that. And then I'm like, yeah, I should do that more. Like, you know, like if you, if your boss says something, I'd be like, excuse me, I'm sorry, what? And if they want to let you walk out the door, you keep walking. And I think that's the, the fear behind it is like, how would we talk to people and how would we show up if there was no financial limitations? And I think like the more genuine art you are and the more boundaries you set with yourself, like you teach people how to treat you. So if you tell your boss over and over, whoever your boss, your intern, like, I don't like that. I'm not accepting that. It's a blessing in disguise. Did you want to do that forever? So I don't know. I think that's like the best advice I could ever give is like, just set boundaries. I will never forget. And I wish I said something in this moment. One of my bosses, like my old boss, I was working and I was doing something. Oh, I was supposed to get something to her within an hour, but I wasn't told that. I, I pitched an idea and I was like, oh my gosh, this would be so cool. And then they texted me and they're like, where is it? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I what? And she's like, I needed it within the hour. And I was like, I just pitched you this idea. And then you never told me you needed it within the hour. Yeah. Like what? And she goes, 
she I forget the context, but she was like, hate to break it to you, sweetie. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, what? Like I and I wish sorry. if I could go back, I would have been like, please do not speak to me like that that way. That's not that's not okay. Not accepting that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like I never coming and I feel like I'm like the biggest example in the whole world. I was always the people pleaser growing up. Like I just didn't I wanted everybody to like me. I still get that way sometimes. But also coming from somebody who faced such adversity as me, my voice was taken away from me, like the trauma that I went through, like I had no voice. So I had to relearn all of this at like 20 years old on how to do that. You know, like, I feel like if we have like been through situations like this, like I want to inspire somebody else that it's possible. Like it's so possible. You just have to teach yourself and it takes a little bit of discipline and it's going to be super uncomfortable. That's like the thing that like, I like, I want to make sure that like everybody knows it's like telling somebody that like, you don't appreciate how they're treating is going to be uncomfortable and it's going to be uncomfortable almost every single time you do it. And I feel like I'm pretty good at it. And it's still like, I send the text and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. Like, I'm like, oh God, oh God, what are they going to say? This is going to blah, blah, blah. Like I even still get like that. So like, just because it's uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not what you're supposed to be doing. You know, yeah. and I think often we're like, oh, uncomfortable means bad. I could like, no, feel uncomfortable, but you should make them feel uncomfortable because they shouldn't treat you that way. I feel like ultimately the feeling that I feel when somebody responds to me setting a boundary is so good because mm-hmm. there's nothing they can do to cross it anymore. I've set the boundary. And if they cross it, I'm like, I don't appreciate that. If they do, I'm going to be like, I already asked you to not do that. Don't, I don't want to have to take this into different, you know what I mean? And then yeah. they're like, oh shoot, like this girl doesn't, and it doesn't mean age. And I think that's the big thing is don't talk to your boss like that. I feel like people say like, you know, it's like kind of like the same thing as if you were talking to a parent, like I'm the same thing with my parents. I love my parents, but if they say something to me, I don't like, I'm sure as hell going to tell them that I didn't like it. And it made me feel bad. Yes. Like, yeah. I, and I feel like it's like, we have these things that like there's these unwritten rules in society that like you shouldn't disrespect like and it's not disrespectful and that's the problem is like I even catch myself saying like setting a boundary is not disrespectful asking somebody to not treat you in a certain way isn't disrespectful like disrespectful would be you attacking them and that's Mm -hmm. the wrong like we have the wrong thing it's like standing up for yourself isn't disrespectful the only reason it's disrespectful to them is because they don't like it and they want to treat how they want to treat you like yeah And so I think like the biggest thing is like in society, we think that like, you know, well, your employer's paying you or your parents are putting a roof over your head. So you can't stand up for yourself. That's ridiculous. No, like I'd rather be on the street or with no job before I let somebody talk to me that way. You know, I think, I think this idea, like there is obviously there are authority figures in everyone's life and like, yes, have respect for them, have respect for your bosses and work hard and like be kind and to your parents, but also healthy boundaries are so important. Yes, 100%. And I think that that's the misconception is like, I think I'm a very nice person. I think that I like I lead with love. I am genuine to me, but I'm not going to take anybody's bullshit. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's nothing wrong with being like, that doesn't make you not a kind person makes you badass and you should be. My next question is, how do you stay so confident in what you're doing and online? Like, how do you stay confident? Like, if you are having a bad day, like, how do you kind of switch that and be more positive? Because I feel I I feel like you're so positive and confident and like, badass online. Like, how 
Did you get to that point? I think that being confident, like took me forever to get to. And I still even have my days where I'm like, oh my God, I have a pimple on my face. I want to die. Like it just, it happens to everybody. It literally happens to everybody. Um, but I think like the confidence thing is just kind of being like, I know who I am and that's enough. Yeah. And I, I know who I am and showing up on social media. Is, I know who I am and that is enough. And I just always tell that to myself. Like, I know that I'm worthy. I know that I'm beautiful. And it sounds so cliche. I say this in my podcast all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I sound so cliche, but I mean it. Like, know who you are and that is enough. You should be confident in you. You deserve all the nice things, the good boyfriend, the nice car. Like, you deserve the cute clothes and the good pictures and the happy life and the full life. Like, act like it. Yeah. Least, like, you know what I mean? Like all of us deserve these things. Take the goddamn picture. Just go. I don't care. I'll set my phone up on the side of a street and pose. Maybe somebody else is like, this girl's annoying. Guess what? That's a you problem. I don't yeah. care. And I think it was like, once I stopped caring, then everything changed. Once I, I stopped worrying if everybody was looking at me or I'm like, oh my God, are they looking at me? I don't care. I don't care. I don't yeah. care. I don't care if you have something to say about me because that's not me. I'm not saying it. That's you, you know? And yeah. I think like any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So I think I had, it's funny. I'll tell you a story a couple weeks ago on TikTok. I never had really gotten any comments that were like mean before. Mm-hmm. And some person just started like coochie man, nine, nine, seven with no profile picture started commenting. Like you're ugly. Do you think you're pretty? Yada, 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 yada. And I will not lie. I was so hurt. <laughs> like oh I was like, Oh my God. And I think I had already had like not a good day. And I came home and I went on TikTok and I saw that and I'm like, Oh my God. Like, why would somebody say that? And I will not lie. I second, I'm like, yeah, am I beautiful? I'm like sitting in the mirror, like looking. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm letting somebody with no profile picture to tell me how to feel about myself. You know, we're all human beings and that shit hurts. Like yeah. there's really no other way to say that. Like whether you're Kim K or you're, you're, you have four fathers, like that still doesn't feel good. And that's not nice. Like, and so I think it's just kind of like, I feel like there's this misconceived idea that like being confident means that like anything anybody says to you isn't supposed to hurt or yeah. you're not going to have days where you feel like garbage. All wrong. Being confident, I think just means that like, take the picture, post the picture, feel good about yourself. Know that when you walk in and like, even though I'm confident, I have days where I'm not, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not as confident all the time as it may seem, you know, everybody, cause we're all human beings. I thought it was funny because I was just in Miami with my friends and I literally went up to random people and I'm like, I love your outfit. Can I take a video? And like my friends are so supportive and incredible, but it was just funny because they were like, what? She's going up to random people. What? And then I posted a video of like fashion in Miami and it got like 20,000 views. And it's just like, that's a perfect example. But yeah, you really have to start just being like, this is what I expect and I'm not going to settle for anything less. And Once personally, I switched that mindset, like I was in a very unhealthy relationship and now I'm with a guy and like, he is the greatest. I he like, no, seriously. We all deserve it. Yeah. And every day. As you should. Wow. Yeah. And friend wise, like it's all, you just gotta don't settle. Like keep. No, I think I was uh, like, I was in a super unhealthy relationship too. And I thought that that was all I was worthy of. And then now I'm like, 
guys would be like, can I take you to, yeah, you should take me out to dinner. Uh huh. Yeah. And drinks are on you, buddy. Like I am awesome and I deserve all the love in the world. And so is he, if he's with me, but do you know what I mean? Like we all deserve these really good things, like being treated well, whether it be in a relationship, in a workplace. And I think that's something like that this episode kind of focuses on is like being treated well is not an option. Like that is not like an A or a B or a, a multiple choice question. Like you being treated well is like, that should be known from yeah. anybody in your life or they just shouldn't be there. And like, I think that's the biggest thing is like, I've had friends in my life who recently I've just had to let go because I'm like, I was friends with you and I was younger or whatever, but you're not adding anything in my life and you're actually making it worse. So unfortunately I just have to let, like, let it go. And like, I think that's the hard thing is like a lot of us, a lot of the time don't let things go. We just hold on to things because we know them or they're familiar, hence toxic jobs, relationships, friends, like we hold on to these things because we know it. And I think once we get comfortable with not knowing, that's when life is going to take off for you, you know? Yeah, I agree. So at the end of all these podcast episodes, I always ask the question moving forward, what do you think is the biggest thing that we can do to make a more positive environment in the content creator fashion world and the areas you specialize in? Like what is one thing based on your experiences we can do to make it a more positive environment? I think I'll give two things. Okay. I think supporting other people. And I feel like it's like, like the picture, give them the follow, you know, like, don't be stingy. Don't be cocky. Don't be rude. Like we've all been there. Any single content creator, anybody who's had their own business all started off with nothing at some point. So if you remember that we're all human beings and we just uplift each other, I think like in any community, but especially this community, it's hard. So just give people the love. Like I just say, give the love, take the time, give the like, make the comment. Like it makes people feel good, you know? And then I think the other thing would be just making sure that we set those boundaries with things that don't serve us. Keep pushing out the idea, like in, at least me and in my career and my goal of creating my own things is like, I am going to push out the idea that it's okay to not be like have the perfect college experience and it's okay to not do all these things. Like that's who we are and that's what we do. And that's okay. Yeah. I love that. I love it. So where can listeners find you on Instagram, your podcasts, give us all of it. Yes. All the things. Okay. So my Instagram is it's Aaron Catherine. So it's Aaron and then Catherine K A T H E R I N E. And then two extra E's at the end. Um, that is my personal Instagram. The why not you podcast has its own Instagram. And then the why, well, the why not you podcast is just why not you podcast. And then the why not you project is the why not you project. Um, but it's the letter U not Y-O-U, but I'm sure in whatever post that like, I can link my stuff. Um, I'm sure I'll be putting this up on my personal Instagram. So you guys will be able to find me that way too, but feel free, shoot me a DM. Let me know what you think. Like, I'd love to hear from you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I feel so much more inspired leaving this episode. Oh my God. That makes you feel so good. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so excited to share this and I hope all the listeners enjoyed this and let us know if you have anything you want to share or questions or whatever, DM us and I will see you all next week.